0: Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviren, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob,
1: and Rich. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Tavirin. Tevin? Tavien? Wow, That worked. The Tavirin. <laughs> it's Rich's fault. Where, where are you, Rich? Yeah, we, we, we tried
0: to get we tried to get the full set, but but wasn't meant to be. I guess today. So,
1: uh, Rob, it's... you're supposed to wake him up. I did, <laughs> I did, but I, I don't know. He must... Too too much ale. You know? <laughs> yeah, too much yeah. ale last night. The wines bring in. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I spilled the drinks last night as well. I just. Uh, uh, yeah. I have a feeling you're going to be spilling the drinks a lot, but hey. <laughs>
0: All, all good, all good, uh,
1: faith, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I blame Matt. Anyway, he took all my money at Stones. Get you got <laughs> two
0: eyes on that guy. You got to watch him.
1: Yeah, snake eyes. <clears> Old <throat> oh, snake eyes, Matt. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tarveren. Am, am I saying that right? Yet the Taviren. 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 Yes. yes, I'm getting there. Let's just blame it on my British accent. Although I think most of it's supposed to be British esque. Anyway, sure. we, we, me, Rob, and Rich, although we never seem to be in the same room together, are me and Rich the same person? Ooh, who knows? <laughs> do I just sound like Hi, I'm Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really deep Midwestern voice. How well, crap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as bad as, good as it gets me, I'm afraid. Uh, yes, we are a Wheel of Time podcast where we are going through the Wheel of Time books one chapter at a time. I assume because we are masochists.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I actually did the math to figure out how long it would take to do the whole series, and I, I'm not ready to announce that yet.
1: So. <laughs> well, I know the first book has, what, 53, 54 chapters? About that, yes. So that's, that's going to be the, over a year before we finish the week of time. <laughs> I mean, yes, week I, time, I got uh, us,
0: Either well. Maybe about, yep, I guess around late May 2020. Maybe take
1: a week off for the holidays.
0: You know, <laughs> take um, a breather.
1: Well, I think, I think you you and Rich need to sit down and hit the history books, or more more importantly, the geography books. Yes, yes. Oh, God. Go ahead. Let so, us know. Uh, so so people know, at, at the moment, one of my jobs for the podcast is uh, I do the editing. <laughs> so despite not being on last week's episode, I was editing it, and I was infuriated when Rich asked the que- I can't blame Rich too much, Rob. This is mainly <laughs> you, right? because Rich asked the question. He was just like, are they in Field?" <laughs> is that is that where this is taking place or is it the two rivers Emmonsfield is in the two rivers and it is the hometown of Matt and Perrin and technically Rand although you know he lives on the farm out in the Westerwood. but you know come on guys it's kind of a big central point <laughs> Everything you put me on come. spot. <laughs>
0: like, and and If you could hear, if if you listen closely, you can hear me literally flipping through the pages of the book.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. They don't actually mention it in the first couple of chapters, so I'll give you that because, like you know, we're we're doing we're going to be covering chapter three today, and I I've, I've been through chapter three about five times. <laughs> yeah, I
0: I had normally these chapters I have about a page. Today I have a page and a half of of notes on <laughs> uh, this.
1: I'm surprised because uh, not a lot actually really happens in chapter three. But anyway, we can get on to that. Um, Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. today,
0: this is episode number four. We're going to go over chapter three, The Peddler. Uh, but before we do, guess what, Bill? Um,
1: yeah, um, uh, sorry, uh, someone's cleaned the sauce? Uh Ooh, that's a, that would be a good one. Who knows if that happens? We said, but guess what? Well, I'm point. wondering if someone's clean sauce because I spilled ketchup everywhere at the Wine Spring Inn last night. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm gonna, I don't even know where to go with that one.
1: I'm going to get some leverage out of this Wine Spring Inn joke.
0: Get some extra napkins. Yeah, exactly. Um, we actually have iTunes reviews.
1: <gasps> iTunes reviews.
0: I know people are people are showing their love for us out on iTunes.
1: Excellent. We'll have um, to, uh, we'll have to do some sort of iTunes competition. I think. I want, to get, I want to get lots of iTunes reviews from people. Spend more of Rich's money. I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, maybe we can... Um, oh, i tell you so what. A bit on the spot here, Rich. But maybe we could have like what? a... Um, on who? <laughs> on the spot. You call me Rich. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rich. <laughs> sorry, Rob. <laughs> God, all you Americans. Why are you all called... R? we all sound <laughs> the same, right? <laughs> no, nah, no one sounds like Rich. Hi. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, I'm thinking on the spot, right? Maybe as a little iTunes competition, we could say uh, have a we'll do some sort of competition on iTunes reviews, and we'll give away a maybe a tankard with the Tarvian on it. Oh, that'd be cool! Yeah, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Tarvian <laughs> yeah, podcast tankard. Make it a little bit fun. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Topical and nope. fun. Rich, Rob, <laughs> so we have Rob Ridge. Oh <laughs> <Rob>, yes. <laughs> From, from Bill, just,
0: Rob, and the other
1: one. I'm going to call you Rand <laughs> from now on. You're Rand. I'm Matt. Rich is pairing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that will make it much much easier. Sure.
0: Mm. So <laughs> we got. Looks like we got four reviews. Two, two, two new reviews here. I um, assume the other two are from me and you. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, some some bloke met, 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 met I don't know.
1: And, and, uh, yeah, he's, and, he's a He's cool guy. Menonica.
0: <laughs> he must he must like that heavy metal music or something i don't
1: know yeah he loves heavy metal and biscuits <laughs> um, yeah sorry my uh, my twitter handle is uh Metanica. m-e-t-u-n-n-i-c-a and it's a ridiculous name that i came up with uh when i was slightly inebriated <laughs> i was listening to metanica uh metanica uh, metallica <laughs> and i was setting up my xbox live account and it said, hey, what do you want your name to be? And I was just like, well, I'll do something Metallica. And I was eating a packet of uh, tunnock biscuits. I don't know if you have those in the States. No. Uh, they're like this sort of like caramel wafer biscuit that we have over here. I was like, Metallica? So I put the Tunnock in the middle of Metallica. <laughs> and I came up with Metallica. And you know what? it's a unique word. No one else has it. So screw you all. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, hey, I don't judge. Yeah. So if you like Metallica and biscuits, I'm your man.
0: You could be original like me and use your first initial and uh, last name and the year you were born. So I'm very Sorry, original man.
1: with mine. That's too scary. As I get older, I don't want to see the year <laughs> I was born.
0: So no, we actually the two other reviews we have. Um, you mind if I just run through these, Bill?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, go for it. As long as one, oh. of them, as long as one of them's not from Tyler. I hate that guy. Oh well,
0: no one <laughs> says Tyler here, but who knows? <laughs> first one we get though is from Aaron SB. A five-star review. Ooh. Great way to visit, revisit the series. I just barely started rereading this series when I found the podcast. It's fun to hear these guys take on it and seeing these chapters from a different perspective. Keep it up. Yeah, thank it's you, Eric. Thank Eric. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know who that and... is. <laughs> Someone nice. likes the pod, so he's he's A's in my book.
1: Yeah, it's nice to have reviews from people I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the second one is from Cockadoodle Doo, The Cow Says Moo. <gasps> That's quite quite the name. Ooh. Oh, does the
1: name sound familiar to you? It does. Oh. I know it's I know Cockadoodle Doo um, <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had I've had a review from them on a, on other podcasts of mine. Let's hit, let's hear it. I might re, I might be able okay, to cool. determine who it is. It's a five star review. It says the kick in the butt I needed.
0: I've wanted to start this series for so long, but struggled <laughs> through the first few chapters. Thanks to Tavier and I've now made it further than ever.
1: Chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even Tyler or Troy. I'm, I'm, I suspect it's Troy. Absolutely. Troy,
0: it. Yeah, one, Troy's
1: the guy who likes to have really long names for things. We, oh yeah, he's yes. <laughs>
0: but hey, guys, thanks for the love. We appreciate it. Yeah, Maybe a little bit. Big fans. And don't if, you, if if you think there's ways that we can, we can make, um make the make the podcast better. And you want to let us know with a, with a less than stellar review, please do that. We will take all forms of criticism, positive or negative.
1: Well, I'll take it badly. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm you joking,
1: well, I that, That's just
0: you. <laughs> but, um, also, before we really dive into the discussion, um, I do have a, a tidbit of uh, Wheel of Time news. Wheel of Time news. Welcome to the Wheel of Time news with
1: the End podcast. Oh, you got it in your first try. Good job. (laughs) I can do it if I do it in American accent. (laughs) In my native Essex tongue, it doesn't really work. (laughs) (laughs) So from what I've heard, uh, they're
0: writing the scripts for the TV series that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. And the first two episodes have not only been written, but approved by
1: none other than Brandon Sanderson himself. (laughs) Oh, yes. I had a newsletter on that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon so, loves it. <laughs> uh, I, that's that's a really
0: big step in the right direction for me. Uh, as I mentioned to Rich, the people, and like I said, myself included, who are, real, are uh, Game of Thrones fans have no idea what's coming if this <laughs> is done right.
1: Well, I'm let's, so let's I, I, when we when, when the TV series comes out, I assume we're going to be talking about it a bit on the show. So. Mm-hmm. just as a bit of a prerequisite here Rob I'm nervous now I love the wheel of time and I know people who love like game of thrones and stuff they they love like the first six series where it kind of followed the storyline of the book ish, <laughs> and they've mm-hmm. like uh I've heard people complain about the last two seasons not quite being as good because it's kind of like they haven't had source material to work from but yeah there's but ups I, and there's downs the thing I worry about is the comparison with Game of Thrones, because be a,
0: yeah.
1: it's nothing like Game of Thrones. We're not going to see like a penis on screen every five seconds in the Wheel of Time show.
0: <laughs> That's how I was explaining <laughs> it to my wife. You know, think, think, I said, think of Game of Thrones, except take out the gratuitous sex and gratuitous violence, and add better plot, and stories, and character.
1: Yeah, I assume. There were. I assume there will be a lot of violence at certain bits. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, um, better characters. Uh, I just love the Wheel of Time, but yeah, I'm just nervous. I don't want people to think it's going to be the new Game of Thrones, just because it's the new fantasy novel converted to TV show.
0: Well, you know what we need to do, and all other, I'm going to call this out to all the Wheel of Time podcasts out there. We need to be the heralds of truth and <laughs> let the world let the world know Wheel of Time came first.
1: Wheel of Time did come first yeah i'm my golden my golden crane i'm 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 raising the flag let the crane fly (laughs) let that fucking crane fly oh i swore sorry i'm trying not i'm trying not i'm trying not to swear so much on my podcasts i've been told off for it recently my wife says stop it (laughs) oh boy now we got the explicit banner thank you Yes, sorry. Yeah, I always put the explicit thing in there just in case because I know I tend to, to slip out. So, so a lot of our episodes are clean. People, apologies for my filthy, foul British language. Oh boy! But I'm sure in Americans, oh, when you hear British people swear, you just think it's funny. No, no,
0: never, never. <laughs> so you've read this
1: chapter five times, huh? Uh, well, red's a strong word. Gleamed. <laughs> listened to over and over again <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes yeah I li- i've listened to this chapter five times it's one of the things i'm actually kind of enjoying because rather than just breezing through the chapters i'm kind of just de- i'm deep diving every chapter and that's where i'm that kind of I'm doing yeah. picking out a lot of these little plot points that i kind of like glazed over because obviously this chapter opens up and uh, pad in fame uh w- rolls into the village That's almost identical to my note. I said Pad and Fane and his nose (laughs) rolled
0: into two rivers.
1: Yes. I don't actually remember them describing his nose that much in this chapter. in my head, it's just like, his nose. well, I listened to it a few times. I was like, I think they do mention that he's, got a fair, like, like he, that he's got a pronounced nose or something. But I think it's later in the books that they go on and on about how big this guy's nose uh, is. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew that. So when I saw the one line about the pronounced nose, I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. Got, yeah, I latched onto that. But one of the <laughs> things, but the line that really took me was he looked like he had a smile on his face. Like he was laughing at a joke that no one else knows about and having known, having knowing what comes up later i find that yes. line very foreshadowing whereas yep. before it's just one of the things you breeze over
0: <laughs> well that's that's the beauty of this this whole series is that on your second and third read-throughs you're just picking
1: up all these other hints and innuendos you're like ah yeah. i see what you did there <laughs> yeah i have to say when i first started the wheel of time i never thought i'd be rereading it for the third time <laughs> oh yeah i thought wow when yeah. i thought, when i discovered it was 15 books i thought wow this would be a one and done <laughs> you thought it was a trilogy didn't you mm. Well, yeah because i saw the trilogy <laughs> sitting up on my my father-in-law's shelf I, and then it wasn't until i realized there was more because i started finding random wheel of time books in other positions <laughs> you know for some reason <laughs> you had the first three next to each other and they're like he, he's each shelf of just books is just a whole hodgepodge. They, they, they don't normally sit together. And it was just like, I just suddenly came across a different one. It was like number five. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: me, on the other hand, I'm,
0: I'm anal retentive. I have all, well, I don't have New Spring, but I have all 14 books lined up. And I have all paperback except for A Memory of Light. <laughs> so I'm thinking I might have to go back and rebuy
1: Memory of Light and paperback just to make everything uniform. Uh, see, I own, I own Memory of Light on in digital form. So I've got that forever on whatever mobile devices that I have coming up. Um, I'm going to be buying all of the books on Audible for this. You know what I heard? Um, that the – without – Rich, don't listen.
0: Uh, <laughs> the, the massive chapter in Memory of Light, which all fans know about, mm-hmm. is uh, – that one chapter alone is nine hours on Audible. <laughs> that's going to be a that's, big
1: episode for us it's going to be like a 4 part i think that yeah that might be, that might be a, a multi-parter for us <laughs> but yes i mean so, um i moved well you, you've uh, i sent you that picture didn't i So uh of the ones i can find yes. so i i moved house like almost three four years ago i think like finally bought my own house you know me wife, the wife kid I, well me the wife not the kid at the time kid now um and we've got like a room at the front of the house which is just full of boxes and stuff from our from our previous life (laughs) and so yeah i finally went through yeah i finally went through the book boxes trying to find all my wheel of time books and i know at some point (laughs) i did have all of them (laughs) uh but yeah i could only find a select few of them and as you saw for some reason i have two copies of i think it's crown of swords (laughs) So you should really know that book when we get to it. So there's no excuses for you. Yeah, that's it. I've, so I've got. Um, so I'm missing. I'm missing the first book, either world. Uh, I've got the Great Hunt, and then missing everything up until Lord of Chaos. And I've got two copies of Crown of Swords, so I might give one of those away. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sign it. Work. We'll sign it, and we'll give it away. And I've got Path of Daggers, Winter's Heart, um, Crossroads of Twilight, and then my favourite one, Knife of Dreams. You're not La- you the last so far ahead. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, I was just—that's all I can find. So the other ones all seem to have gone missing from my life. <laughs> anyway, peddler phone. Uh, think- the peddler. Uh, he's got. The, he's come into the village and he's selling copies of Memory of Light. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll buy them all up. <laughs> yeah, I have <love> each one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one note I have on here. I said for a remote town known
1: for not having a lot of outsiders. Two Rivers has probably turned into downtown Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, everyone has come out for the peddler because uh, everyone wants to hear the news, apparently. Apparently, some peddlers, um, they like to give out the news, they just like dump it on them. Other, pe- other peddlers are just like, don't care, and they have to prize it out. But uh, uh is the man, apparently. He likes to come in and give a Gleeman's version of the news. Yes, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, dump of
0: information. <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: he, he wants to do that
0: yeah but he also wants the attention <laughs> yes yes he loves it. i also noticed also note here that this is
1: our first appearance of the blacksmith's apprentice yes yeah mr perrin ibarra yeah who's described as being half a head shorter than rand and twice as but broad, twice as wide, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. twice as broad. Uh, he's got arms and shoulders to rival uh, Master Luhan, the actual blacksmith. Yes. So yes, this is Perrin Arabala, <laughs> Arabella, I, I, A- I, Araba, I Careful, <laughs> careful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perrin Ibara. The, the, the two rivers Taveren team is now complete. Triple yes. T. The
1: triple T. We have all three of them now. Yeah. So. So this is um, Perian's a big guy, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you all know this, but Rich does powerlifting, so that's why I've decided he's Perrin. <laughs> and he keeps getting lost in uh, the Dream World, Teleron Riyadh. We can't seem <laughs> to get him out of there. Yes, but no it one just knows. Fits. No one knows about the Dream World yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, Before
0: Paden gets into his uh, little exposition, there was a notation in the book that he had been noticing Rand since last year when he visited.
1: Yes. So. That. Uh, yeah. Because it was just like he. Rand describes it as he'd finally noticed that they were men, and they weren't boys anymore. Or was he noticing something else about Rand? Who knows? Yes, and all the boys actually. But we also find out. <clears throat> um, well, we also find out a little bit about Perrin's character as well, because they talk about how he kind of like uh, nimbles his way through the crowd. He's gentle giant. Yeah, he's a, he's gentle and slow. Not like uh, slow, slow. <laughs> just he's like he's deliberate. He's methodical. Anyway, yeah, yes, yeah, deliberate and methodical um, in all of his actions. He's not um, he's not like Matt, who's just impetuous and spontaneous. And then you've kind of got Rand, who's like a middle ground between the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just love the combination of all these guys. But yeah, anyway, yeah, oh, yeah. A, there's other dynamics
0: one. we'll bring up later in the chapter, but there's other dynamics <clears> between the three of them that I just
1: love. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely love. Absolutely love. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's Panning panning has got some news for us. So, what's uh, yeah. what's what's the news blast from the rest of the world? I got I got five different
0: notes here from him. First off, there's war and madness in Gildan. Gildan. We don't know where that is, but apparently that seems to be close by, where that that stirs the crowd up a little bit. Uh, another bloke that named himself the Dragon Reborn has come forward. This may or may not be a false dragon. Now, to, to the reader, going through this first run, these are terms that they're not sure about. But once the term Dragon Reborn was mentioned, the whole crowd's dynamic has shifted. It becomes like, oh, no. Ooh, what? No, no Dragon Reborn. What? We can't have that. You know, Very, very tension and unease fills the crowd. One person thinks that the Dragon Reborn might mean the end of the world. This false dragon, according to Patton and Fane, can wield something called the One Power. Yes. Once again, yes. We don't <laughs> know what that is per se, but very unsettling news, to say the least. And the tip of the iceberg, or the, the creme de la creme, I to die have been sent out from Tar Valon to deal with the issue. This just sends everybody into a frizzy, or into a tizzy. <laughs> no one... Yeah. It, it's amazing. And, uh, when you take... People are pissed. <laughs> oh, they are. But when you take a small town like this with people who may or may not know what magic happens or what false dragons or eyes to die or Tarvalon mean, and it just gets lit a fire and no one knows what is good, what is bad. It's all good news. It's all bad news. The eyes to die are the evil people. You know, the dragon board will come to save us all but destroy the world. There's all these. Everybody has their own kind of take on this news. And the truth is, nobody really knows anything. They're just trying to speculate, just for speculation's
1: sake. Mm. But there's a lot of there's a lot of fears and a lot of stories that you hear, and they're never the same. They're all slightly different. Yep. Yeah. Some people think Dragon Reborn's a curse. <clears throat> Fane does mention that the world's gone crazy because he says, you know, about the winter coming late as well. Um, yes. And he says. One of the things I liked was he said about you know we had a dragon we had a false dragon twenty years ago and then we've had three in the last five years the world's going crazy,
0: <laughs> yes, and that's a dragon dark one eyes that I like darkens. Like I said, no one really knows who's good or who's evil. There's very very blurred lines.
1: Yeah, because across... they're in because they're in such a remote village, like exactly no no one actually really has a, a bloody clue what's going on. <laughs> no, <laughs> but they all but they're they're, like the claim they do. They're all yeah. terrified. But, yeah, we do get – but we get a lot of information dumps so of just words, basically. But it's just – these are the first yeah. time we hear a few things like Aes Sedai, uh, uh, which is the women who control magic. That's basically all we find out about them. Uh, we find out that uh, men who are the dragon who claim uh, can definitely wield the one power, uh, there's a lot of speculation that they normally go absolutely – Batshit crazy if they do that. Yes, <laughs> uh, which is why they generally try; they end up destroying stuff. Yeah, that's that's frowned upon. Yeah, it's frowned <laughs> upon. But then also, oh no, that comes no, that becomes a little bit later. But yes, huh? and then I think the uh, the village council decided to take control of the situation because the uh, the village is getting a bit riled up. Yes, Senboi in particular. Yeah, good well, old Sen, stupid fatcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He knows how to po- he knows how to poke a crowd into a frenzy. <laughs> yes, he's got them all lathered up.
0: So I think Tam and Mayor Albert, have kind a of, you know while Patton's doing his whole exposition, the two of them are having a quiet but serious conversation in the corner until they finally say, "Okay, well, the show's over, guys. Enough's enough.
1: Patton, you need to come with us. We need to discuss this further in private." Yeah. So yeah. they. They usher Padding away back into the wine springing and lock the doors. <laughs> yes. Which uh, leaves our, 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 our little gang of characters, uh, Rand, Matt, and Perrin, just uh, sitting on – were they sitting on a stump just looking at I, the door, looking at the pub?
0: I forget how that scene ended, but, I mean, I, <laughs> I know that it leads from our three boys getting introduced to our two lead female protagonists yes. from The Two Rivers and who relished themselves
1: in making the men uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. So the first one that comes up to Rand is uh, Nynaeve. Ni- uh, um... Nynaeve Almira. Almira, that's it. I forgot her last name for a second now. Yeah, Nynaeve yep. Almira, who is the village now, wisdom that we've heard so much about. But it's hitting people now, with I will sticks.
0: comment right now. We have our, <laughs> and behind her stood a young woman who had her arms angrily crossed. Yes, believe her breasts. I believe this is <laughs> our first count. Of, this is uh, posturing women to make men uncomfortable. Have you got a spreadsheet going, Rich?
1: Uh, uh, Rob. Sorry. Oh, that's two. <laughs> One more and you're out. I do. Sorry. That's so our b- first, our bad, first bad count. habits. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, we need to keep a spreadsheet <laughs> of these sort of things. So that's our. That is our first count of. Um, uh, yeah, some of a woman, it could be anyone, crossing her hands under her breasts. I think In, the other, in an angrily manner. Yeah, in an angry manner. Uh, I think some of the other ones we're looking out for, I think we'll do pulling of the braids. <laughs> I had ignoring the weather. Ignoring the weather. <laughs> uh, smoothing out their dress. And I'm going to, yes, and I want to add,
0: and this comes to my next point, which we can make as, as a count too if we want to, but between the three boys, Matt, Perrin, and Rand, one dynamic that they have that Jordan tells out the books that I, I love. I know what you're
1: gonna say. I know what you're gonna say.
0: Oh <laughs> I'm so they excited each they each secretly wish they were as good at women as the other two were.
1: <laughs> yes, that's it.
0: <laughs> I love that. All three of uh, us
1: that. It's so good. So yeah, so um again as 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 uh, Rob mentioned, uh, Egwene is standing behind uh, uh Nineveh, and she's um <clears throat> Rand Soon as he sees her legs turned to jelly can't talk anymore he's just oh so God. nervous around her and yeah in his head he has this little like rhetoric where he thinks uh, i wish i could talk to girls like perrin does and this is the first one of those that we have <laughs> that's yes that, and, i love I that immediately from the yeah. that first friend that like I the just like, one said it. Oh, it oh, great! I just love it because, yeah, as the book goes on, and you end up seeing like uh, Jordan switches characters, so you end up seeing things from Perrin's mm-hmm. perspective, Matt's perspective, and all these sort of like huge, vast amount of characters are in this book. And yeah, whenever <laughs> whenever like Matt or Perrin's talking to girls, so they're like, "Man, I wish I could do this as good as Rand." <laughs> oh, man, exactly. I wish I could do this as good as Matt. <laughs> oh, I love I it's that. It's so brilliant. it's so funny. So yeah, we have got one of those. I think another one we could do is a little sort of side one with a padding. And it comes up later is how many times he rubs his nose.
0: Well, it's so big he could just wave his hands in the air and odds are probably hits it. Yeah, he does it by accident when he's trying to reach for things.
1: oh I rub my nose. <laughs>
0: so, was, and once again we learn that Nynaeve, uh, the slick slick talker she is, plays the. Well, obviously the men are doing this all wrong. This needs a woman's touch approach to to everything within the village. <laughs> what he's in there talking to the men. Obviously, they're doing it all wrong. I need to be in there to figure this out. So what happens? She walks <laughs> away and in brilliant fashion leaves Egwin there. <laughs> Matt and Perrin take that cue. Take a few steps
1: back. <laughs> yeah, to leave, to leave Ram, to, Ram to squirm in his own anxiety as a little teenage boy. Although, i got a note um, on here. says, what happened to bros before hose?" Wait, hang on. I've got to stop you there, Rich. Uh, Rob, oh. <laughs> damn it! Sorry, I've done like a year's <laughs> worth of podcasting with Rich. It's such a normal habit. So, Rob, what do you got? Last week, you guys uh, speculated on the age of the boys. I was closer. Yeah, you was you was closer. I admit that. Uh, admittedly, when I was uh, editing the episode, I was just like, I think they're like 14, fourteen, uh, fifteen. So yeah, me, 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 and Rich are way <laughs> off. Rand, I, I like to say. go ahead. Rand is nineteen. Wow. It is never explicitly mentioned in the book. Math it out. <laughs> but yeah, someone mapped it out. <laughs> and Rand is 19 years old, which coincidentally, let's think about this uh, Padin did mention that the last major false dragon was 20 years ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Rand's 19. So yeah. Mm. Um, so And Perrin and Matt, um, as we'll find out in a couple of chapters' of time, I think, they're. They're like a few weeks difference between Rand. Like they were all born a few within a few weeks of each other. Okay. Um, which is why they all sort of tie in. And then uh, Egwene's a bit younger. She's 17.
0: So I have a little playful note on here. It says, I can't wait to see this romantic relationship
1: between Egwene and man, Rand, blossom in the chapters and books to come. Yep. <laughs> I'm very much <laughs> looking forward to that too. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> see Rand stumble over himself a lot. <laughs> Uh, right, where we up we'll to? We'll be waiting a long time. Where we up uh, to? So Egwene's talking to Rand, I think.
0: Yep, Egwene uh, confides in Rand. You know, she, she's playing the playful, you know, game of boys and girls talking to each other—young men, young women. And... <laughs> you mean
1: women torturing men?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> she confides in him that she she plans to leave Emmon's Field and train to be a wisdom for another another town. And this is like a gut punch to Rand, but he's not sure why. Yes. <laughs> he hasn't quite worked out uh, those feelings he's getting down there. Very mixed emotions at <laughs> hearing that she might not be around all the time.
1: Hmm. And understandably, he starts to question. He's just like, well, no one ever leaves Emmons Field. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one leaves, leaves the two rivers. <laughs> and then she starts getting really annoyed at him. And she starts, uh, as he describes it, pulling meaning out of his words that he didn't know was there. <laughs> so exactly. again, like with most men women can just talk talk circles around us all <laughs> yep yep i guilty as charged yep same here
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after that little uh exchange between egwin and rand uh matt and perrin come back to rand and we find out not only did perrin receive one of these special coins from ma rain uh-huh. he also saw the dark rider too
1: oh yes dark rider was uh spying on him with a pair of binoculars from a bush <laughs> While he was working away in the smithy. so Apparently, I the bush was shaking a lot.
0: Perrin immediately went to tell <laughs> Master Luhan, the uh, blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't see the writer himself, but spent the whole rest of the day walking around with his
1: biggest hammer. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, and then when Perrin questioned him on his hammer, he was just like, yeah, <laughs> just, just shut, shut up. up. Carrying it around. <laughs> shut up. Get better work. So. Good <laughs> <laughs> apprentice. Do what I <laughs>
0: said now. <laughs> and I guess the chapter kind of comes to. I'm skipping ahead, but I think the chapter comes to an end. Um, I guess Egwin starts to scold the men, and I got on here the the greatest sport in the Two Rivers: women scolding men. <laughs> yes. <sighs> the and they're interrupted <laughs> by by. What well, are they
1: interrupted by at the very end? Um, a, a gray haired man suddenly just like stumbles out of the pub <laughs> and cutscene, cutscene, Yeah. But, uh, he's a, yes, uh, yeah. A strange man just stumbles out of the pub who we don't know, but we have big suspicions on who he might be. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, like yes. Said, there's only so many new people in this town, so we've met most of them. <laughs> yeah. There's only one we haven't met yet. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about. him. Yes. He's full of joy and glee. (laughs) He's a man. And he's a man. (laughs) And he's got a Technicolor raincoat. Yes. It's Joseph. Oh, no, wait. Uh, It's the Glee Man. (laughs) Yes. Which is the title of next week's chapter. Preview of next week's episode. (laughs) Yes, we're going to learn all about the Glee Man. Um, But, do you know what? It's once we get past next week's episode. Because I I like all these episodes. I like all the foreshadowing that I'm kind of picking up. Oh, yeah. But it's the one after... Next week's episode. So after the Glee Man, um, I didn't remember the name. I started reading that chapter, and I literally had to put it down. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the moment, like... the moment, something starts to happen. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, because it's a winter night. Because yeah, I yes, I did a little bit. Yeah, because I did a little bit of research. I read the gleeman Man once, and then I was just like, just as you do, you just carry on, you know, especially with an audio book, yeah. you can't really stop it mm-hmm. that easily. <laughs> and yeah, I was just like, oh my god, I can't wait to get to this chapter. <laughs> so much stuff is going to go down so i mean obviously when we're talking
0: about a 14 book series your setup chapter are going to be more than just a chapter so we're through three chapters and we're still being given information being given new characters and yeah, then you it's know crazy. that they'll go through i guess chapter four as well but once you get to chapter five then the ball gets rolling so it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun a lot of fun shit is
1: going to go down
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so for this, this uh this episode for chapter three, the we're gonna go into the uh, readings with Rob section. Uh for this chapter I selected a passage from the book uh where the three boys were just kinda talking about what they heard from the glint, or from the peddler, what their thoughts on it are. Um Matt kinda gets up on his own tangent.
1: Yeah, because that's kind of um that's one thing, sorry, one thing I forgot to mention during that scene was that, that's also the first time we get a mention of the Children of Light. Yes. I think Matt just drops it in there. That's kind of what this that, is. They're just dropping in yeah, a lot of things. I think it Paris.
0: might have dropped that one. I actually used a certain voice for Perrin. Once again, I, <laughs> I take my own spin on these characters. So, I really hope it's you know. John
1: Wayne. <laughs> and the Children of no, Light, pilgrim. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> everyone can do John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I can't say I use John Wayne for paring, but you know. <laughs> hey. But uh, I also took took that passage and I took it into where we met the uh, Emmonsfield wisdom, her first line of dialogue.
1: So uh, I wish I wish the introduction would have been uh, hitting Matt with a
0: stick. It was. It wasn't. It was. She, she kind of snuck up on her and
1: be like, "Hey, boy, her first line. What did you do to
0: those dogs?" <laughs> <laughs> so did. Can be honest. Did you how? What are your opinions on the ghost town prank? We went straight
1: from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, I I loved it. Uh, it's the sort of thing I would have done when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> rich, Rich's take was you thought I, it was the sort of thing you would have done last
1: week to your wife. <laughs> no, Not to my wife. Uh, it's Something I may or may not have done to a cat when I was younger. <laughs> I may have accidentally covered it in flour and then released it somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's even worse. <laughs> that, did, that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did not cover a cat. Oh my god! Uh, but I did accidentally drop a bag of flour once in a living room, <laughs> <laughs> and then pretended to be a ghost. <laughs> oh, I was wow. I was really small, but yeah, this this stuff happens. <laughs> Bill, doing Bill things. Yep, uh, Bill doing Matt things. I like to think. <laughs> huh? nice. that'll work too. <laughs>
0: cool. So here, here, here's our uh, readings, readings with Rob. Readings with Rob. <laughs> Welcome to Readings with Rob. And now, the Taveren present to you, Readings with Rob. Slowly, the villagers dispersed, still muttering and shaking their heads. Whit Conger paused to stare into the new abandoned wagon, as though he might find another peddler hidden inside. Finally, only a few of the younger folk were left. Matt and Perrin drifted over to where Rand sat. I don't see how the Gleeman could beat this, Matt said excitedly. I wonder if we might get to see the false dragon. Perrin shook his shaggy head. I don't want to see him. Somewhere else, maybe, but not in the two rivers. Not if it means war. Not if it means eyes to die here, either, Brand added. Or have you forgotten who caused the breaking? The dragon may have started it, but it was the eyes to die who actually broke the world. I heard a story once, Matt said slowly. From a woodbuyer's guard. He said the dragon would be reborn in mankind's greatest hour of deed and save us all. Well, he was a fool if he believed that, Baron said firmly, and you were a fool to listen. He did not sound angry. He was slow to anger. But he sometimes got exasperated with Matt's quicksilver fancies, and there was a touch of that in his voice. I suppose he claimed we all live in a new age of legends afterwards, too. I didn't say I believed it. Matt protested. I just heard it. Night Eve did, too. And I thought she was going to skin me and the guard both. He said, the guard did, that a lot of people do believe, only they're afraid to say so, afraid of the eyes to die or the children of light. He wouldn't say any more after Night Eve lit into us. She told the merchant, and he said it was the guard's last trip with him. What kind of need would be great enough that we want the dragon to save us from it? Rand mused as well as ask for help from the Dark One? He didn't say, Matt replied uncomfortably. And he didn't mention any new Age of Legends. He said the world would be torn apart by the dragon's coming. That would surely save us, Perrin said dryly. Another breaking. Burn me Matt growled. I'm only telling you what the guard said. Perrin shook his head. I just hope the eyes die or this dragon False or not, stay where they are. Maybe that way the two rivers will be spared. You think they're really dark friends? Matt was frowning thoughtfully. Who? Rand asked. I said I. Rand glanced at Perrin, who shrugged. The stories, he began slowly, but Matt cut him off. Not all stories say they serve the dark one, Rand. Light, Matt, Rand said. They caused the breaking. What more do you want? I suppose, Matt sighed, but the next moment he was greeting again. Old Billy Conger says they don't exist, I said I, dark friends. Says they're just stories. He says he doesn't believe in the Dark One either. Perrin snorted. Goblin talk from a Conger? What else can you expect? Old Billy named the Dark One. I bet you didn't know that. Light, Rand breathed. Matt's grin broadened. It was last spring, just before the cutworms got into his field and nobody else's. Right before everybody in his house came down with yellow eye fever. I heard him do it. He still says he doesn't believe, but whenever I ask him to name the Dark One now, he throws something at me. You were just stupid enough to do that, aren't you, Matrim C'thorne? That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirenPod with your request. And that was Readings with Rob. I took a little longer uh, passage than the other chapters. I'm kind of spreading my wings a little bit with how much I want to attempt per
1: chapter. So <laughs> I'll keep it short. <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait. it's just, no, trust me. Uh, trust, trust the guy who's done a few podcasts. <laughs> you're, you're, no. you're making more work for yourself. <laughs> ah, uh,
0: I'm only a few more, few more minutes. Never heard anybody. So you'll see, you'll
1: soon see <laughs> when the wheel turns. So,
0: as ever moving forward. Yes. <laughs> If there's any passages that you do want read, like I said, you can hit us on uh, Twitter. Um, you can hashtag readings with Rob. Uh, like I said, if you want to try and trip me up, go for it. I'm I'm all up for the challenge. If you want to just hear how certain voices will be or how I'll try to pronounce certain words in this book,
1: Hi, give it a things. shot. <laughs> what was that? Hi, I'm petting thing. <laughs> I've come to pedal yes, i some good. <laughs>
0: We might we might have Pad and Fane sound a lot like Cloud Stripe in someone's uh, specific uh
1: blindfold to run through. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll be Would you like I'm you here for mark?
0: the I'm here for the knife, range.
1: There is... <laughs> there is a false dragon link, all in. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh sorry, speaking of clouds, did you see the... did you see the uh the uh, remake of seven?
0: Yes, and I'm surprised we made it this far without <laughs> easing
1: out. <laughs> Uh, for oh, those man. who
0: don't know, uh, Bill and I actually met, and I think Rich too, uh, over a Final Fantasy themed podcast. We're all big fans of the series, mm-hmm. and they just dropped they just dropped their preview for Final Fantasy VII remake. Yep, and, and everybody's uh, going crazy over it.
1: And they also released a statement as well, saying that it's going to be it's almost ready. Basically, they're just preparing for release.
0: So oh, gosh.
1: And I think they're going to have a uh, playable game at E3. This is E3 2019, so yes. yeah, it's insane. exciting. I stuff. Mean, I just wanted to come out on the PlayStation 4
0: because it'll be it a few is. years before I buy a PlayStation 5. Well, they announced, I guess the announcement was for a PS4. It said PS4 next to it, so... Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's not stopped me in the past, though, Rich. Uh, well, damn it! <laughs> Alright, we're going to have a counter now for the amount of incorrect name drops. <laughs> I've got one. Bill, you're already up to four. I'm up
1: to four of this one episode. <laughs> That's right, that's
0: In baseball terms, that's called the golden sombrero. Right, thanks,
1: Rand. <laughs> uh, so, yes, but I'm excited for that.
0: I'm excited too. So, yeah. Welcome to the Tiberian, a Final Fantasy podcast. Yeah, the ultimate Final Fantasy podcast. Oh, I thought that was trademarked. Nope. No, but we are massive uh, Final Fantasy fans, so yeah. Please allow us a few minutes to geek out on that.
1: <laughs> oh, so...
0: So, Bill, uh, based on the last episode that I did with Rich, uh, we had a little discussion on the Raven and what our thoughts on why the Raven took off so quickly. <laughs> so I decided to throw a, throw a, a poll out there on, on Twitter, basically getting the sense of the community, what are their thoughts about the Raven that Matt, Rand, and Mal Rain saw in Chapter 2. Yes, because that, that was, in fact, a question I posed to you both last, last episode. Yes. And why did it fly off so suddenly? So for my first Twitter poll, it did pretty good. Got seventeen votes. Um actually I was surprised at the overall winner with forty seven percent of the votes. Raven uh, being a raven was yep. the uh, main winner.
1: Disappointed, Win. forty seven percent of the votes, man.
0: I mean I thought it was sense magical presence. That uh, got twenty nine percent of the votes. And I think it's marine casting a
1: yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Moraine one. I, I think she cast a spell because she came over, looked at it, and then the thing suddenly flinched and flew off. I'm like, yeah, she's, she's, she's prodded it with a little fire spell under its bum. Yep. <laughs> Wake it up. But yeah, the uh, the community think it's just a raven being a raven. It's, uh, it's had its yeah. eye fall and it's buggered off. Yes. What's going on next week? Next week. Uh, next week, we uh, have the Gleam Man. Man. So, if you so, guys are reading along with us, troy, I know you are or cock doodle doodle to work a wock do moo cow or whatever it was, uh yes, the cow over the moon, <laughs> the cow so, over, yeah, the cow fiddled something over the moon, uh yeah, if you're reading along mate, we're moving into Glee Man next week, uh, and don't get too far into winter's night Because <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> all right, well, once again, guys,
0: uh if you haven't already, rate and review us. On wherever you get your podcast feed we'll take all all the good criticism all the bad criticism we'll read it
1: on the pod regardless yeah, uh, reach out to us on twitter and have a chat we, we love a good chat um we'll post a link to our oh god we need do we need a discord server we um, uh, we would love yeah we don't have one yet officially oh man do i do i have time to manage another discord server <laughs> let's let, let, let's approach that one further down the line do it, do it now. <laughs> no, if, it, if there's calls for it, then I know. Because uh, I'll, I'll probably do some research and find an awesome Wheel of Time one and then be like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yes, you can contact us on Twitter, guys, if you want to have a chat. Yep, leave us a review on iTunes. And other than that, I'm feeling thirsty. I think it's time for a pint <laughs> or a tankard, sorry. Take, I'm try and take it easier this time, though. I know how excited you get on your first pint. <sighs> I'm definitely going to break something. <laughs> 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 but yes, I'm going to go have a pint that wine's bringing. By the way, are those the two dogs I hear
0: when we do the <laughs> when we do the final uh, cheer? Are those the ghosts? Are they covered in ghosts? Was that? You, were they? Were they you, the ghost towns?
1: They are the ghost towns. I thought, uh, I, thought I thought you'd like that little touch. <laughs> I was saying, just like, I waited as, as well. I waited as well. I waited for the glass to break and then had the dogs barking. I was like, ah, oh, that's gonna be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're gonna set the dogs off.
0: <laughs> All right, guys check you next week and we will see you at
1: the wine spring in
0: the wine spring in i think it's Take uh, care, guys. i
1: think okay. it's richie's round isn't it Oh is that rob
0: <laughs> call me anything you want just don't call me late for dinner <laughs> rob be late for dinner <laughs> <laughs> no. these stupid blood these stupid ghost sounds are on my way thank you for listening if you want to continue the conversation tap into the one power and contact us on Twitter at TavirenPod. You can also contact Bill at Matunica and Rich at HailBlue1569. You can also reach Rob at his website, digging DiggingDiggingDeepSports.com. And as always, we will see you, at the Wine Spring Inn. Here's to another great podcast, gentlemen. Cheers! Ah, oh, damn it, Bill, not again. Brad, can you get another round of pints for me and the boys? Yes, yes, again. No, Bill, this time. Thank you, Brad, much, much appreciated. Now, where were we, men? Actually, I believe it's Rich's turn at the stone's table. Hmm? What's that you say? No, no, I don't think all Settle will have that, video games? Ever thought about making a video game? Do you find that a week or two weeks is kind of short for a game jam? Well, if I got the game jam for you, would the weekend make this work probably game jam? We have nine themes. You can choose one for your game. Each theme is taken from one of our nine podcasts. The jam runs from April 20th to June 9th to provide a nice amount of time for you to make
1: something cool check out the link in the description for more information and to figure out how to join and submit. Have fun. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.